Hello, and welcome to the Badass Business Squad podcast, where I help entrepreneurs like you feel lit up in their businesses by connecting them with the best community, education, and business strategy. I'm your host, Katrina Widener. Tune in each week for bite-sized episodes where I'll share implementable advice, interview guest experts, and highlight key takeaways from real hot seat meetings inside the Badass Business Squad group coaching program. Hi, everyone. It's Katrina Widener, and welcome back to the Badass Business Squad podcast. Today, I am so lucky to have Stephanie Malon Rufi here. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So Stephanie is here with her business, Spark Good Consulting and Coaching, and we're going to talk a little bit about how you might already be impacting social change in your business, where there are like growth opportunities to add more of that into your business. So I'm very, very excited to have you here. Before we dive in and fully get started, though, would you mind explaining to everyone a little bit more about who you are, what your business does, and how you got started in this area? Absolutely. Thank you, Katrina. So yes, I'm Stephanie Malon Rufi. I use she, her pronouns. And with my business, Spark Good, I really work with entrepreneurs who are using their business as a vehicle for social change. So having a market-based business that also is having some positive social change in our world. The work that I do tends to look at how to help develop a focused strategy that includes that social impact piece. And then also then working through how are you going to follow through on that strategy and implement. So that's really the center of a lot of the work that I do. And I also am a fellow podcaster and co-host the Social Change Leaders podcast, which explores social change, kind of the front lines, what's happening in business as well as in government nonprofit. I have a co-host, so we kind of look from different perspectives at what's happening in that arena. I love it. Thank you so much for kind of giving everyone that glimpse into what you do. If people are listening to the podcast, they know that implementing social change and social justice into your business is something I'm pretty passionate about mm. that like is near and dear to my heart. So I'm really excited to talk about this today. I know before we had hopped onto the podcast, we had like a little back and forth about how we wanted to approach it. And so what we're really going to talk about today is like easy ways for people to actually get started, because I feel like that implementable part is so difficult for people. Would you say that when people are working with you or when you're having these conversations with people that it's always just like, oh, what do I even do? Or am I doing the right mm. things? Like, Yes, <laughs> exactly. And because there's actually so many things you can do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, sometimes it feels overwhelming to even think about that. And some people go into their business with that social change piece in mind. And others, maybe they've started their business and they, oh, how can I also incorporate more social change in this work that I'm doing? So they're really interested in that, but they've already started developing their business. So both things, you know, both sort of situations come up and it doesn't matter where you are right now. That's what I want to say too. Wherever you are, it's where you're supposed to be. And if this is the first time you've heard about it, you haven't done anything, that's okay. Let's just get started. We'll talk about some real tangible things and ideas that people can do. But one thing that I encourage people to do if they haven't already is just to like take a moment. I challenge you maybe even take, go somewhere else for an hour and just dedicate some thinking time 
and thinking about what is you're passionate about and what's the big change you want to see in the world. Because I know also something that you're very passionate about as well is like, are we aligned, right? In mm-hmm. our mission, vision, values, and the work that we're doing. And that social impact piece has to get in alignment with all those things. Again, if that's not something you've really thought through, go to a coffee shop for an hour and let me give you a couple questions to write about, okay? If you haven't done this, I think it could be really helpful because it's going to bring you some clarity. If I say, what's the big change you want to see in the world? Mm-hmm. How would you answer that? And then why do you want to see that? Drill down a little bit, kind of where you do the five whys exercise, right? Really drill down. Why is that important to you? And if you do that, that's going to really help you get a handle on what's the area that you want to even step into with some of the social change work. And then how does this connect to your business? My guess is you're going to see some alignment already in doing that. But I really encourage people to just take time to do some of that thinking, deeper work around this before they kind of get into the nitty gritty, right? So that would be the first thing I would suggest doing if it's not a topic you've really thought too much about or even written about. Sometimes we think about it, but like when you sit down and write and focus on it, it really helps. I think that that's such a a powerful exercise for people to go through because I know even with my clients, when it comes to the conversations that we have around this or when I've had Experts come into the mastermind in the past or even on the podcast in the past, very, very often the first question is just like, why do you want to implement social change in the first place, right? Like, what is that like little spark inside of you? What is that tied to? Where is that coming Mm -hmm. from? Why is that coming up for you? And oftentimes people don't really know right off of the bat, like first time thinking about it, like, well, I don't know because I should or... (laughs) Uh, I don't want to get canceled or whatever the thought is. And it's like, well, the way Mm -hmm. that you can really make that feel impactful and have that be a priority and a value. And like you're saying, part of your mission of your business Mm -hmm. is by making it personal and by breaking down those kind of barriers between this other and your life and being like, what connects to me on a deep level and on a passionate level? And how can I then connect that to what I'm doing in business? So I think that that's a super impactful place to start. Yes, exactly. And frankly, it's something that I even occasionally will do, right? Because sometimes you just want to even check in with yourself. Yes. And does some of that still hold true, right? As you know, time goes on, it's always good to kind of do those check-ins as well. So even if it's something you've done, maybe this will be a a sign to, to sit down and do that again. But I always think, yes, that's a great, great place to start. But then people always want to know, okay, but what what can I actually do, right? Yeah. Like what are <laughs> And there's really a lot of things you can do. And no matter where you kind of land with some of the work, right? Whether you're in the wellness industry and so it's like your social change, you know, has to do with maybe disrupting that industry in some way, right? But there's still other things in how you're operating as a business that everyone can do as well. So I always like to think also about yeah, what is that big change that I want to see that pertains to the work or the industry I'm in? And then and then just how I'm doing business, right? So when we think about how we're doing business, and even small business owners, right? I mean, we have some purchasing power. And sometimes it feels like there aren't a lot of choices. <laughs> you know, it kind of depends what you're purchasing. But sometimes there are. There are choices you can make. And like really thinking about who are you 
purchasing from? Who are you collaborating with? Are there other social business owners? Maybe that there are services that you need. And so really thinking about, you know, where you're spending the money that you're spending for your business. There's also the piece of if you have profit in your business, which I hope you do, all businesses should have profit. It's not a dirty word sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) When you get into that social impact space, sometimes there's some uncomfortability around the word profit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But when you change your mind around, oh, this can be really good because if you're profitable, that means as a business owner, hopefully you're flourishing. And then it also means what can you do with that profit, right? There's also some work that you can do with that as well. So so those are just some thoughts when you're just thinking about sort of how you're spending money. I appreciate that too, because I think even within, like what I was saying, like with my mastermind or with my podcast, there's a platform that I have and there are experts, especially within the mastermind that I'm hiring to come in and speak to the group. Mm. And even just like gut checking myself and like being being open to ask critical questions of myself within my business of like, where am I spending this money in my business? Who am I hiring to bring in? What example am I setting for the people who I work with? Mm. And so I love that you brought up from like a very base level, just where are you putting your money? Mm-hmm. Because you want to make sure like the old adage, right? You're putting it where your, your mouth is. And right. <laughs> It's one thing to say that you want to implement social change with your business or within Mm -hmm. your industry, but like actually putting the money and the dedication and the work toward it is all a completely different thing. So I love it. Exactly. And those are things that you're doing because that's in alignment with what you want to do. No one's going to necessarily be checking that, right? But it also just comes down to like, you want to live your fullest as a business owner who is also really socially conscious, and that's a value that's important. And what I heard you say, too, is how you pay the experts to come in. Mm -hmm. You know, again, that's not always the practice, right? Like when you think of speaking or there are different forums that people aren't always compensated for that. And so is that really a fair practice? So again, there's another example, right? Are you building into your budget if you're asking for expertise in certain ways, are you building in some compensation for that? Maybe that's just your first thing that you want to do. Oh, how can I create a budget that includes that, Mm -hmm. for example? And along those lines, when we talk about money, right? (laughs) People paying you. So that's another area of what does payment to you look like? A lot of people have payment plans, but they're more expensive. And for good reason. I mean, it makes sense why it's more expensive, but some people to be more equitable, being able to pay without the burden of, and I have to pay more because I can't pay it all at once. Right. right? Yes. Love it. So there's another place. Or even if you have monthly draws from people, well, is there a day of the month that works better for them? Mm -hmm. You can give them a range, right? A lot of times first of the month can be really hard for some people. (laughs) So it's just taking those considerations. Again, you have to see what works for your business. So there's not a one size fits all approach, but Those are some really simple things that you could look at today, right? How are people paying you? Yes. That's something that I implemented in my business a while back because the mastermind is a, there's an option you can pay in full if that's what feels easier to you. I have some people who are like ready and raring to get going and are like, just let me pay it right now. Mm -hmm. But then I also have people who are like, it's actually way easier for me to pay month to month. And I love that you brought up that 
we don't need to penalize people for mm -hmm. needing to budget on a monthly basis as opposed to not having the funds to dump it all at once. I know it's super common practice in entrepreneurship to say like, okay, if you pay it all in once, you get 10% off or something like that, mm -hmm. which it does feel oftentimes to me like something that is a burden on the client of saying like, well, I don't have the liquid funds to just give you $15,000 in one fell swoop. Right. So now I have to pay more money on top of that. Okay. That makes sense. Question <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, just like thinking about accessibility in these mm -hmm. teeny tiny areas of the foundation of our business is so impactful. I've been having so many conversations with clients lately about sliding scale options and mm, being able to say yes. with very clear boundaries, this first option is for you if you are a single income household, if you fit within this like income bracket, if these are the things that you're struggling paying for or whatever, here's the higher level. This is for you if you're making this income and are in a multi-income household, et cetera, et cetera. It works for the business owner because they're able to be accessible and able to hold themselves accountable. And really, when we talk about accessibility, if you're opening the door to even more people and you're serving more like different ways of learning or different ways of paying or however that looks, you're actually opening the doors to more people who can work with you. Exactly. And I have had so many people excited about sliding scale options lately <laughs> because it feels like, okay, this feels good to me to be able to cater to the person who can't maybe afford my services mm -hmm. at this much, where I'm not also setting myself up to be underpaid by the people who really genuinely can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. Hopefully that they recognize when, yes, you can afford to pay that much as well. So, okay, another, so let's have another idea out there. Yeah. Just so we make sure we give people a few things to spark some, some ideas for themselves. So think about your marketing and sales process, right? Like there's a term, you know, this sort of manipulative marketing versus ethical marketing. And you can look up sort of definitions for those things because a lot of marketing and sales practices can be fairly manipulative and not feel very good. And that even plays with pricing like, oh, here's the pressure. You got to do it by midnight or the price is going to go up. When there's a time and place, I'm not saying don't do that. I mean, people have to figure out what works best for them. But I would encourage you to think about how are you doing your marketing and sales process in terms of kind of that pressure or manipulation. That's another place that you might want to just examine and check in with yourself about that too. I'm like very excited about all of these like little tips that you're giving because they're things that are also, no matter what level in your business you're at, whether you're new to thinking about changing your industry, whether this is something you've been thinking about for a while, they're things that everyone can implement right away, mm -hmm. right? I hear horror stories all the time of people being like, I had this sales call with someone and then like, the next day I hadn't signed up yet. And so they were like, are you making 10 grand yet? That just like feels so gross. And like, like mm. I even had someone who I was very interested in working with them and hiring them to be a coach for me. Or I think it was like join a group program or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And I reached out and I asked for more information and I was like, okay, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to sit on this for 24 hours and I will get back to you tomorrow. And very clear of my boundaries. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Not like, oh, I'll think about it. But I was like, I will get back to you within 24 hours. And the person on the other end turned to me and was just like, you know, I'm going to challenge you to trust your gut and make decisions in the moment. Mm. And like, if you're going to work with me, you're going to be pushed. And I very politely and respectfully, but also firmly responded was like, there is a difference between challenging me about maybe some opinions that I have or some blocks that I have. And there's also disrespecting my boundaries. And Mm. this lies on one end of the spectrum and not on the other. I appreciate your time, but I'm moving on. (laughs) Decision made. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And there's a lot of I like have empathy for people who are using sales strategies like this because there's a lot of rhetoric out there of how we need to show up and you know it's going to convert unless you are firm and all these sorts of things where like for me having a low pressure safe space no strings attached option for people to have a genuine conversation of is this the right fit for you do you think that you would be able to achieve your goals at the end of this or whatever it is versus are you making 10 grand yet like (laughs) There is room in this world to have high conversion rates without manipulative marketing. Absolutely. Yes. Anyway, off my soapbox now. No, and that's a perfect example. I love the response you gave, right? And because some people would feel really pressured and like, uh, you know, and then and not make a decision that was the best for them. Okay, so we have talked about like how people can use their money, how people can accept people's money, how we can do this in our marketing, how we can really get connected to our own purpose and our own intention with changing our businesses and incorporating social change. So what would you say is like the the last big piece of advice that you would give people of mm. if I had to say one more really stand out thing that you can get started doing right here, right now, what would that be? So, and this actually kind of goes back to the first thing I talked about, which is where you're finding that alignment and where you're really plugged in and passionate because the other piece is using your voice and because yeah. how can you use your voice and communicate the social change you're bringing to the world. And again, something that you can think about and do right away, right? How can I incorporate this more? Because chances are a lot of people who are using their business for social change, they're usually doing a little disrupting too, right? Mm -hmm. Hopefully. (laughs) We have a lot of systems that don't work that are oppressive. And a lot of these social business owners, they're chipping away at some of that. And so use your voice and call that out. We need to have more people talking about what's not working and what we're going to do instead. And that you're part of that solution of the instead of like, this is the future. So that last piece I would say is, is start using your voice more around the social change you're bringing. Thank you for kind of tying things off with that. I feel like people might get in their heads sometimes about how do I use my voice or how do I even get started? Mm. Like, And even something as simple as when I made the conscious decision, when I started my mastermind, that it was painful or the exact same rate at six months, it wasn't a discount if you pay in full. Mm-hmm. I just shared that on my Instagram stories. Right. Mm. That's all I did. 
I was like, oh, this is a shift that I can make. Cool. I'm going to let people know. Or even if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we had Megan Pulvermacher come on a while ago and talk about how to be a little bit more inclusive to the LGBTQIA community. And one of the things that Megan was like, by the way, Katrina, you can just ask people what their pronouns are. You don't have to say preferred pronouns. I was like, oh, that makes so much Mm -hmm. sense. Thank you so much. Put it on my Instagram story. Explained that in the podcast because I was like, if I can just be vulnerable enough to share when I'm learning or when I'm making changes or when I have realizations, even if five other people see that and they're like, ooh, that got me thinking or I'm going to change my language or something like that, that is making a social change. Absolutely. That is actually that ripple effect. And so hopefully then other people will share about that. And then the ripple effect continues even more. Exactly. And I love your example there just quick to say, oh, I was using the term preferred pronouns in relation to pronouns. And this is why, because it just goes back to one of my favorite Maya Angelou quotes, when you know better, you do better. Right. Exactly. And so you really need to go in with that mindset. Right. Because that's fine. You might, yeah, you might screw something up or that wasn't the intention, but that's what happened. And so, all right, let's change. I'll share this learning with others. You know, it might benefit them and I'll do better as I go forward. Yes. I love that. Thank you for closing on that. I think it's very, very impactful. Yes. So I know that you also, for everyone listening, who's like, okay, cool. These are giving me some good starter ideas. I know that you also have a quiz on your website that I think might be super helpful for people. If you want to talk a little bit about that. (laughs) Yes. So I have a quiz. It's kind of a quick and dirty quiz. And it's called, Am I Using My Business as a Vehicle for Social Change? It's not like, oh, I don't score well. I'm terrible, right? I suck. No, it's not. It's just trying to give you like, oh, I maybe have a little work to do here. Or, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm doing pretty well. Because it gives you ideas as you're filling out the quiz, right? There might be things you never even thought of because it's asking questions about different parts of your business. So it's a free quiz. You could go ahead and take that on my website. And that might give you a little bit more insight as well or ideas of things you want to do or think about or change in your business. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for sharing all that. If anyone is listening would like to get in touch with you or learn more about you, where can they find you on the interwebs? <laughs> so I would say three main places. My website, which is sparkgood.net. I also am on LinkedIn and Instagram. Perfect. Yes. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on. This has been amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Katrina. Love talking about this topic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If what you heard was impactful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't friends on Instagram yet, come join the party at katrina.widener or come visit the website at katrinawidener.com.